Good morning, everyone. I'm uh, just out here. It's uh, Tuesday morning. I didn't do yesterday because it was technically a holiday. And uh, I treated it like a holiday. So that was great. Uh, I hope you had a good weekend celebrating Independence Day. I did. Is uh, just a couple of verses here. I was reading through Proverbs 25 through Proverbs 27. And just a handful of verses that uh, kind of caught my attention in its ending because I read it once and you know, I just, just kind of plow reading through it, all three chapters. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I kind of sat here for a while just kind of thinking and scanning over it. And then I was like, I read, read a handful of verses. I was like, oh, I don't remember reading that. So I don't know if anyone else does that, but sometimes my brain just doesn't pick up things. Maybe I need to work on that. I don't know how I'm going to do that. We'll figure it out. Try to have better comprehension or um, at speed of remembering things. I remember a lot of nonsense, but I don't tend to remember a lot of good stuff. Anyways, that's a complete side note. 25 verse 11. A word fitly spoken is like a p- apples in a gold picture. App- <laughs> A word fitly spoken is like an apple of gold and pictures of silver. I think this is an art. Um, And that someone who has fitly spoken words um, or well-spoken words, timely spoken words, is like gold apples in in a silver container, you know, pitcher it's pretty pretty valuable yeah i know something i'm sure that's something i could work on is to look for those opportunities to have a word fitly spoken to those in need or whatever um or those wherever they're at in their life of, to to think about that and look for those who need a word of encouragement um listening or something, something along those lines. As this is verse 12, as an earring of gold, as an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold, so is a wise reprover and an obedient ear. I love how this has two, is a wise reprover and an obedient ear, is a wise reprover, if he reproves a fool, it's no good. It doesn't, doesn't do anything. And just like a, a you know, someone who's listening here, but is reproved by a fool or something, that's pointless as well. It takes both an obedient ear and a wise reprover is as ornaments of gold and earrings of gold. 14. Whoso boasteth, boasteth himself of a false gift is like a cloud and a wind without rain. Um, it's happening to be more or less raining right now. It's kind of more sprinkling. It rained more last night, uh, which is great. And it's like you get all the storm, you know, think of a big thunderstorm. It's ready to go. It's going to rain. You get no rain. It's like just wind and clouds. And it's like that was kind of pointless. And that's what, that's when someone boasteth himself of a false gift, uh, a false praise. Confidence, this is verse 19, confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. <laughs> this is kind of funny because if you're in a troubling time and you put your faith or 
confidence, trust in an unfaithful man, it's going to be as a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. It's like take one to the head and take one to the feet, just peck it and pound it. It's not, <laughs> not very good. So I'm going to come back to verse, I'm going to skip on through 26, and I'm going to leave verse 12 to the last verse mentioned about. Um, so I'm going to skip down verse 20. Where no wood is, the fire, go, fire goeth out. So where there is no talebearer, the strife seeth, seeth, ceaseth. It's kind of a strange word. Is... Someone who's a talebearer or, or um, a whisper, um, I think I think you know, is is they create strife, um, that kind of backbiting, that talking behind someone's back, tattletaling. That's a that's a strife creating activity. Then uh, twenty seven and verse five. I, re- I believe I mentioned this in the one of the f- first podcasts I did on this is um open rebuke is better than secret love um i don't know i think that's a fascinating verse because i don't know just think about that open rebuke is better than secret love and then obviously 27 or twenty uh twenty seven fourteen he ble- he that bless- blesseth his friend with a loud voice to rising early in the morning, it shall be counted a curse to him. Is that someone who gets up in early in the morning and starts yelling and screaming about how amazing his friend is? It should be counted as a curse to him because everyone's sleeping. I don't know. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> and then 17, iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Um, I'm going to jump back first to here to verse 12 of 26. See thou a man wise in his own conceit, and there is more hope for a fool than him. So who, what is someone who is wise in their own conceit? So I looked up that word conceit, both in ways it was translated. Um, it's in his eyes, sight, seemeth, color, fountain, face, presence. Um, just, just kind of that's how it's translated. But I looked up in a dictionary to find kind of more of what the historical definition of it is. Isn't it favorable or self-flattering opinions, a lofty or vain Um a lofty or vain conception of one's own persons or accomplishments is, I mean, it's someone who's wide in their own eyes. It's, it's self-praise. Um, you know, it's, it's someone that is very selfish in thinking um very yeah selfish i'm thinking of i think i've been this uh, and i've done this in the past um 
to be wise in my own eyes, wise in my own conceit, and or at least put on the air of that. Um, oftentimes, I'm far more self-reflective um, when I'm by myself. Um, but with them, and this is I'm talking in years ago. I think I've gotten a whole lot better at this. I've attempted to, thanks to Jesus. I, it does a lot for you. But that self-praise and that self, you know, I am the greatest thing since sliced bread type of thing is there's more hope for a fool than him. It's a pretty powerful statement because the book of Proverbs talks a ton about fools and how toast and how stupid they are. But it would be better to be a fool than someone who is wise in his own conceit, wise in his own eyes, wise in his self-praise. So that's that. That's 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 what the verses that caught me off thought about. This is probably where I'm going to stop in Proverbs because um, I already talked about in an earlier podcast about the last three or four chapters of Proverbs. Not that they're not important. I think they are. Um, but I, I looked at those fairly recently. And so I'm going to jump on somewhere in the New Testament. Um, we'll see exactly where that is tomorrow and think about where, where else, what does it talk about? What is God's desire for a man and a man's heart? Um, and I know overall, the overall arching goal, as I'm seeing here in Proverbs, is God's looking for a heart turned toward God. He's looking for someone that's wis- looking for wisdom, looking for understanding, seeking out, um, realizing the value thereof, of of that, and and to so many so many of these proverbs are just to be honest and genuine uh, and and to be looking out for the, the betterment of others and not for the betterment of yourself not to be selfish um, not to be um, as you know a, a self-boasting um, to follow God with your whole heart seek out wisdom uh, and I know you'll find it uh, and I know that's where my heart's desire is to really look for God in everything is he is everything. Um, whether it's in the rain, the sun, the plants, the, the people God puts in and out of your life is look for God in those circumstances. Cause he really is there and he really is, is searching hearts. Um, What's the verse? The, the God runs to and fro across the whole land, searching, searching for a heart who's turned toward God, or is perfect toward God, I think it is. I think, I think it's a great... It's a great mental picture to look at and go, what does it look like to have your heart toward God, fully toward God, perfect toward God? Seeking out God. Well, that's where I'm going to end this day here. We're at 11 minutes. Too much too much talking here this morning. So let's make up for a couple of days we missed there. So we will talk to you, uh, Planet, tomorrow. And uh, we will see you then. Bye.